Well, hey. Okay, first, I just want you to imagine I'm giving you a big, huge digital hug from me to you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for stopping by on Dear Matchmaker. Welcome to the show. Uh, if we've never met before, what's up? My name is Kat Cantrell. I am the host with the most matchmaker and dating coach, and I'm so excited that you've decided to stop by. Or if you've been a longtime listener, I just, can I just tell you how much I love you? I love you to pieces. Welcome to the show. Our goal here is to answer your questions here on Dear Matchmaker, where you, the audience, um, submit your questions or I bring on fabulous experts so that we can help you skip the line. In fact, uh, one of my friends told me that uh, I'm like the fast pass at a Disneyland. And I'm like, that is a really good description. That's our goal here is to provide you with tools to help you get out of your own way to help you understand what you are deserving of so that you stop wasting your time to give you the necessary uh, inspiration that all singles need, especially when it comes to dating now. It's, it just feels like I this is one of the reasons why I got into this work was because I want to help you find what I have. And I, uh, I've made it my life's mission to use this show as a labor of love to reach out to you, to help you know that you're not alone because you're not. So I'm so excited to have you here. And if you've been a longtime listener, if you haven't subscribed yet, why not just hit the little subscribe button, would you? I know half of you are just listening to me. You're like, mm, yeah, go ahead and hit the subscribe button because we want to make we want to spread the message of what this show is and make a greater impact. And by you subscribing, it delivers a greater impact. It'll deliver this podcast to more and more listeners. So thank you so much. If you already have subscribed, I love you to pieces. I'm giving you another hug. So you get a bonus hug for today. But I, uh, I have so much to tell you before I go into today's question. And just as a reminder, Dear Matchmaker is uh, a little labor of love. It is sponsored by my agency, which is called theheartagency.com, where I offer matchmaking, dating coaching, online profile, makeovers, singles events, workshops, and seminars, which by the way, I'm going to stop everything really quick. I have a special Thanksgiving special for you, special little Black Friday. So Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I know a lot of people are all about Christmas, but I, there's something about cooking for my family, us sitting around and having these conversations, my kids coming home, my kids are 24 and 21 and they're coming home and I get to cook and uh, make homemade bread. And it's just, there's something just so warm and fuzzy about it. And I love it so much. So I, I have a little special Thanksgiving gift for you. As a, as a thanks for you being here, for being my listener, for supporting the cause, for being a part of Dear Matchmaker. So I have put together for you five videos that I call The Dating Blueprint. Now, this was a series that I released earlier this past summer, and it was done live with in a webinar format. And I've taken these recordings and I use these recordings with my one-on-one -on -one clients because as we're going through the process together, as we're working those three months together and, and uh, when you come to me for dating coaching, I will share these videos with you. But as a little gift from me to you, I'm going to share these videos with you now. I'm taking these videos that I share with my clients and I want to share them with you, my audience, because my goal is to help you skip the line. And with these videos, let me tell you a little bit what you get. So it's over six hours of material. <laughs> 
I cover everything from attachment styles, knowing your attachment style to knowing other people's attachment styles and how they're getting in your own way when it comes to attracting the love that you deserve. I talk about the difference between chemistry and compatibility because a lot of you get hung up on that. Uh, I tell you exactly about online dating and how you're doing it all wrong, the things to look for with online dating, how you can spot the red flags early, the things that you need to be putting on your profile, the type of pictures that you should be putting out there. I also go over really what the secrets are of finding true, your true person. Because I, again, want you to have what I have. And so I've taken these videos and I put them together called The Dating Blueprint along with over nine deliverables. Because I don't want you to settle this cuffing season and I want to empower you. And what better way of empowering you and giving you the inspiration to not settle this cuffing season and to get yourself ready for the new year. And as you're going through these holidays and everyone's like, why are you still single? You can be like, I'm working on this. I got Kat. She's my dating coach. I've got these things uh, that I'm listening to and I'm taking notes. And I would really love, and this is all self-guided. This is why I'm just offering it to you. I want to give you something to do this holiday season. I want to inspire you. I want to motivate you. I want to give you hope and understanding that true love is out there for you. And sometimes the work that has to be done is not necessarily the work of dating in itself, but sometimes it's just the relationship that we have with ourselves. And so having this awareness of who we are and really what we're looking for is truly, truly the way to finding the first step to finding true love. So if you want more information, just go to theheartagency.com. It's only on sale until Sunday, Sunday the 27th. And it's normally $350 and I'm marking it down to almost, it's half off or more, I believe. So go and go ahead and take a peek, theheartagency.com, the dating blueprint. Okay. With all of that said, I have today's question and I'm going to answer it. But first, I want to tell you that I just got back from the Matchmakers Conference in Cancun and I brought Brian with me and it was a life-changing experience. I cannot tell you how comforting and wonderful and awesome it is to know that there's other matchmakers out there who have the same philosophies I do that are also wanting to connect. They're also wanting to collaborate, that they're wanting to share information with one another all in uh, the name of love. And we got these little bracelets and uh, the bracelets say, we make love happen. And I absolutely um, just love it so much. So I got I'm still processing it. I took an entire notebook. I have like tons of notes and uh, the things that I've learned and be able to impact my clients' lives and uh, my clients who I work with with matchmaking. And I'm just so thrilled to have gone. I'm, I know for sure I would have had FOMO, 100% if I didn't go. And I'm so grateful for the organizers, especially for matchmaker Maria. She's just, in, just such an incredible woman. So Anyway, I'm back to it, my friend. I'm uh, so glad to be back here on, on Dear Matchmaker, and I'm ready to answer your question. Are you ready? So I'm going to pull this up really quick. I have it in my email. Okay. So here's a question. Here is a question for Dear Matchmaker. She says, is there validity to the transition person theory? And she's using that in quotes where you never want to be the first person someone dates after they are divorced or widowed. 
She says, I've seen the results both ways, good and bad. I know it's situational based on each person, but would love to hear your viewpoint on that. Maybe others would too. Amen. And I've gotten this question before in the past, and she's absolutely correct that it does depend on the individual. So here's here's my take on this. When we are out there, I remember when I was single and I was, and I was online dating, I remember I would date, um, men who were going through a divorce. And I remember my first relationship out of my divorce. I was also going through, I was going through divorce and he was going through a divorce. And I really, truly myself, me, myself, I had, is that, is that correct? Probably not. (laughs) I had no business dating. Absolutely not. 100% no business dating. I had so much work that I needed to do. But back then the solution, if you've ever listened to my episode from almost like, gosh, two years ago, talking about dating and divorce, actually, I will probably put it in the show notes. You probably want to take a listen to it. When we, when we date immediately after divorce or going through a divorce, it's much easier to put ourselves out there to start looking for somebody versus sitting with ourselves and working on ourselves. Now, this is a case-by-case basis. I've been doing this work for so long that I've realized that it's not a blanket statement, to her point. It's not a blanket statement. It's one of those things where you have to come to terms and understanding really, am I ready to start dating and am I ready to put myself out there? Because even if you are, if it's somebody who's going through a divorce or it's somebody who's newly divorced, I've had so many women coming into my office. They're like, he's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. But that's not really your call. Okay. Your call here is not to determine whether or not he's ready. Your call is to determine whether or not you're willing to compromise and what that looks like. Because in my case with Brian, Brian wasn't completely divorced yet. And he, but he was at a point where he was ready and I could see that he was ready. I had been divorced for, my gosh, I don't even know how long at that point, a long enough, over five years at that point to know what I, exactly what I was looking for and what I was seeking. And when I met Brian, I remember him, I remember me telling him that that was the very first thing, which was oh, you're not divorced yet, so therefore we can't date. But I had to make that compromise with myself on the person who was sitting across the table, am I willing to explore this? And to have that conversation with myself being like, okay, I'm going to step forward and I'm going to be willing to, I want to explore the possibility of being in this relationship with somebody who's in this situation. And I owe it to myself in those type of situations where I'm like, okay, I owe it. I want to explore this even further. However, if this boundary is crossed or if this becomes an issue or if this comes an issue, then I'm going to make a promise to myself that this isn't where I'm going to, that I'm going to just go ahead and cut ties, that it's not worth it to me. Because relationships are all about compromise. And I remember, you know, I've gotten dating advice when I was single that people were like, you shouldn't date until you've been single for five years. And I just feel like you can't control, you can't control whether or not someone is ready or not. You, it is not your say to say that. Unless you start to get to know them and you learn that, oh, yep, nope, 
this person isn't ready, isn't ready to date, isn't ready to commit, isn't ready, then it's your responsibility to have enough self-love and understanding of really what you're looking for to be able to step out. Now, in my situation with Brian, that never happened. Our relationship, we started and it bloomed and he got through his divorce and we kept, you know, and here we are eight years later. But to make a blanket statement and say to yourself, I'm not going to date you because you're not divorced yet. I think it's okay to say that, by the way, because you're setting a boundary. It's okay. I'm not telling you to make compromises. However, if you do have an experience where you're like, if the only thing that's holding you back is by the only thing that's holding you back by pursuing a relationship with this person is the fact that they're not divorced yet, that doesn't, to me, unless that's something that's an absolute no-go where you're like, nope, that's not, I, you're not willing to make a compromise and that's okay. To really answer her question was whether or not, I'm going to go back to it because I just kind of got off on a tangent. I apologize. Is there validity to the transition person theory? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have known people who have dated right after a divorce and they are the ones that, and they're still together. I've known people who have been uh, divorced for 10 years and they still can't see, and they still are struggling to find their person. I don't think there's such thing as a transition person. However, I do think that each relationship that we have, when we're navigating the dating world, I am a true believer. And I just had this conversation with a client where every relationship that we have is a learning opportunity, not only about more about what really we're seeking in a partner, but more about ourselves and really what we want and understanding more. Okay. Yep. These are the boundaries. This is where this needs to go to deny yourself an opportunity with somebody because you think that you're going to be a transition person. I think that you're denying yourself joy. I think you're denying your, I think this is a way of you protecting yourself. And I think in these kinds of situations, you have to have that conversation. You have to have the conversation with you that says, is this worth it to me? Is this worth the compromise? And if you are a no-go where you're like, nope, they must be divorced for five years or whatever that case may be, then that's fine. I support you in that. However, I do feel that it's not our call to decide whether or not someone is ready. Now, if they're starting to show you that they're not ready, because sometimes, especially if you're in avoidant attachment, you can start to get into a relationship with someone and you're not ready because you haven't done the work, because you haven't gone to therapy, because you are constantly pushing people away. It doesn't matter really how long you've been divorced or married or separated or whatnot. If you're ready, you're ready. And if you're not, you're not. And I think it's a case-by-case basis. I did used to have a philosophy that, yes, you should absolutely be divorced. But I think that there are situations where, especially if the divorce has been going on for a very, for a very long time, and the person, if that's the only thing that's holding you back, I think it's worth exploring. Ideally, is it ideal for them to be completely divorced before you date? Yes, absolutely. It just makes things cleaner, right? It just makes things easier. But just because a person is newly divorced or going through a divorce or has been divorced for two years, it doesn't mean that you have the right to gauge on whether or not they're ready or not. Because I've heard women do that. They're like, oh man, this, oh, this man, like he swiped, you know, we were starting to talk and I, I found out he's only been divorced for six months. Nope. Nope. And I'm like, is that the only reason why you're not exploring this is because he hasn't been divorced long enough? And it's not fair to that point. It is not fair to compare 
previous relationships to current relationships or future relationships. You don't want to be compared to the last person he dated and you don't want to be judged because of that. Every person has, every person is delivering different opportunities and situations and experiences. And it's not fair for us to judge them based on previous experiences with other people. So I don't believe in a transition person. I don't think that people need to date other people to get out of the way and then come back to you. I don't believe in any of that. I do believe, though, that you need to be firm in having a greater understanding of really what you want. And if you start to date somebody and you know, no matter if they're widowed, divorced, separated, doesn't matter. If you start to date somebody and you notice that they're not ready, then it's your, it's up to you to get out of that relationship. And I know that to me, I've dated, I dated men that were divorced for 10 years and I dated men that were going through a divorce. And when I look back on that and I look back at that time period, sometimes the men who had been divorced for 10 years were the worst partners than somebody who was just going through a divorce. And I know for myself, when I was going through divorce or I was newly divorced, I was in no shape or form of dating. I should have not have been dating, but I didn't. I had so much pressure to get into that relationship. And that can sometimes happen with people too, where they feel that, oh my gosh, I must get into a relationship because here I am, I'm single. And I've had many conversations with you in my, at my events where a lot of you are like, but I'm lonely, but I'm lonely. And it's, I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult. But I want you to stop labeling things as I can't do this because of this and I can't do this because of this and really just understand really what it is that you're seeking and what you're wanting. And if your rule is that they must be divorced for a certain amount of time, then stick to it. If your rule is that you're not going to date anybody newly divorced and stick to it. But if the only reason why you're not pursuing something with them is because of this particular rule. It'd be different if the person was selfish, right? So you're like, okay, I really want someone who's selfless, who's giving, who's understanding, who's compassionate, but this person continuously, consistently shows you how selfish they are. That to me is settling versus a compromise is, okay, usually I date people who are newly, who have been divorced for a couple of years. This person is almost divorced or has only been divorced six months. Am I willing to make a compromise to date them, compromise off of my own rules in order to date them to pursue something? That to me is really the question. So to me, I think that if the only reason why you're not dating them is in fear of being the transition period or the only reason why you're not you're not pursuing dating them because everything else lines up is because you have this particular rule about a certain amount of time. I think that needs to be thrown out of the water, thrown, thrown out the window, thrown the water. What does that mean? (laughs) Throw out the window because everybody's different. Yes. Healing. We all heal at different stages and different times. Everybody is different. And if the only thing that's holding you back is because of this one rule, I think you need to consider it. And I think a transition person is not a thing. And the only reason why people think that it's a transition period is because most likely they weren't your person to begin with. It's not that you were the person that 
gave them this education and taught them this, even though that's probably the case too. But most likely this person just wasn't your person from the beginning and you ignored those red flags. So there's my two cents. All right. So thank you so much. And if you have a question for Dear Matchmaker, you can always go to theheartagency.com and up at the top, click on podcast, or you can go to dearmatchmaker.com and submit your questions. I love answering your questions here. And uh, as always, and you're listening on Spotify and Apple, please make sure to rate and review and subscribe. I would love it if you would subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. If there's single friends, you're like, hmm, let's take a listen and hear what Kat has to say today. And if you're over on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Facebook, come and follow me at Kat Cantrell. I have some exciting things coming your way, 2023. Uh, I cannot wait to share them with you. And thank you again for being here. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. <laughs>